and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. My name is Daniel, and joining me today are my bodyguards? Podcast guards? We we protect you. You protect me. We We wouldn't take a bullet for you, though. No, 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 no. I wouldn't take a bullet for you guys either. Oh, shoot uh, you. That voice is, uh, <laughs> that voice of that, uh, <laughs> of that, uh, bullet, um, <laughs> hider is, uh, Shabazz. Hey, how you guys doing today? And Again, I asked them, but they can't answer back. <laughs> and the shooter himself, Anthony. Hello, 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 everyone. Yeah, it sounds like a shooter. Yeah, <laughs> that that's my greet before I shoot you. Hello, 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 <laughs> dude. You're you're not getting away. You're they'll they'll be like, oh, okay, and then just run away from you. I don't think <laughs> fifteen well, hellos. Here we are. Uh, this will be a very interesting review. I'm very excited to talk about this movie with you guys. Oh. Uh, but first. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and join our Discord. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. Some quick announcements before we get to our review of the hitman's wife bodyguard we have a brand new episode of the movie podcast out right now where we talk to disney animation veteran tony bancroft he's the director of mulan he created pumbaa cronk worked on cogsworth iago from aladdin he has worked on some of the most beloved disney movies of all time and i'm so happy that we got to talk to him Listen to that episode. It's a great one. One for the books for sure. Uh, we have lots of reviews out on the movie podcast feed right now as well. A Quiet Place Part 2, Loki, Spiral, Conjuring, Cruella, Army of the Dead, and so many more. Make sure you check out the feed for all those reviews. And coming soon, we'll have a review of Luca. Tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, we'll have our continued coverage of E3, Tribeca. And on Thursday, we'll have our review and reaction for Loki Episode 2. But today is all about, unfortunately, <laughs> the hitman's wife's bodyguard. This is this film is directed by Patrick Hughes. It comes out June sixteenth, twenty twenty one, in theaters. A PVOD release date is coming, but there's not one set yet. It stars Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L. Jackson, Sama Hayek, Frank Grillo, Antonio Banderas, Morgan Freeman, and this is the sequel to the twenty eighteen film, uh, the hitman's bodyguard, starring. Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. Uh, I want to say thank you to our friends at VVS and Lionsgate for sending us this movie for review. Shay, give us that sweet synopsis. The world's most lethal odd couple bodyguard, Michael Bryce, uh, Ryan Reynolds and hitman Darius Kincaid, Samuel L. Jackson are back on another life threatening mission. Still unlicensed and under scrutiny, Bryce is forced into action by Darius's even more volatile wife, the infamous international con artist Sonia Kincaid, played by Salma Hayek. As Bryce is driven over the edge by his two most dangerous protectees, the trio get in over their heads in a global plot and soon find that they are all that stand between Europe and total chaos. Joining in the fun and deadly mayhem are Antonio Banderas as a vengeful and powerful madman and Morgan Freeman as, well, you'll have to see. That's actually part of the synopsis, but I... (laughs) I literally thought I'm like, well, I didn't when I was putting the synopsis in here, I didn't read it. I didn't realize that they 
okay they were going to tease it like that and i apologize for laughing during it too because (laughs) that's ridiculous the whole plot okay uh i um quick correction on my part the hitman's bodyguard came out in 2017 um so that was a year uh, a year off with that anthony please give us your first reactions to the hitman's wife's bodyguard i see you smiling Look, give us, you know, if let give us some, give us some, give us something. If a hitman asks me, <laughs> you gotta watch this film, you? <laughs> or you either watch this film or you die. I would just take the dying part because this movie was <laughs> oh absolutely God. terrible. It's it was awful. Oh. This is a comedy that I did not laugh at. I think I got more laughs out of the past ten seconds than I, you know, laughed <laughs> in this film. It's absolutely terrible it's a terrible movie like just awful script awful writing you know when and i said we talked about this when you use vulgar in comedy you know usually there is some substance to it and there's a reasoning behind it this one was just they were swearing for no reason no substance no nothing you had selma hayek playing this character who at points where it was really cringy. It just felt so off. I'm like, I can't believe someone's like saying the things she's saying. You have Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson who have great chemistry, but when you put them all three together, they just don't mix well. The CG was everywhere. Laughable. Laughable. The action sequences, there are there were some great action sequences but they just lack heart to it just it. felt like chaos it just felt like right yeah. there was a lot of chaos and they and they never a lot of chaos never get hurt they never get scratched they're always surviving and the the whole plot it was just absolutely ridiculous and to tell you the truth i haven't watched the first hitman bo- hitman's bodyguard but i think just based on the reviews and what I kind of did my research on, that was a better film than this movie. But then I see yes. other reviews saying that this is a better movie than the other. So I, no. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I, what I watched, I don't consider a great film. I, I don't consider it uh, something that I would, you know, tell the audience to watch. Um, yeah, it was too long. Samuel Jackson just feels like he came off spiral and just did this movie. <laughs> it's it's just lack. he's coming off his flashback scenes from spiral yeah for me it lacked the comedy and i saw ryan reynolds and he you know there he is doing his ryan reynolds thing and it's just i think his time or his character's mannerisms has expired on me and i just don't care for the ryan reynolds comedy anymore you know what i think it is uh, and i and i think that's a great jumping off point for conversation here because I think Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds uh, specifically are great talents and their mm-hmm. comedic timing is excellent. But I think this movie, the writers of this film and the directors of this film almost went in trying to lean too much on that, on their charisma. And you can't have a movie that's just built on charisma. You need to have a good script. These actors will always shine when you give them great material. That's why Deadpool does so well. That's why Sam Jackson in so many of his films does well. When he's under a great director or you have a great writing, you're going to see these guys flourish. But when you're relying on them just to kind of do like, oh, do the joke, do the joke, do the thing that you do, be funny. It doesn't land. And this movie is just this movie feels like it was made for 13 year olds. Mm -hmm. But 
it's rated R. And I think the whole time I was watching it, Shea kept saying, he's like, I think this movie would have been better if they rated it PG-13. Because at least then you'd be able to take out the the pointless vulgarity. Again, we're not scared of vulgarity on this podcast. No. But when you just have it, you know, when you just have it for no reason, you're just, you're watching and you're like, are you just saying these things to try and be funny? Are you saying mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, or motherfucker, just to be funny? Or are you saying it because it means something? And it this film just felt like it was just floating by on the charisma of Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson and Selma Hayek. And it doesn't go anywhere with it. You have Antonio Banderas in this movie. You have Morgan Freeman in this movie. You know, you have an incredible cast of characters in this movie that, that do nothing. It just feels like, oh, they're on vacation. Let's shoot like a, a skit this weekend and put some action and call it a day. Right. Shay, take over from here. I am not a fan of the first film. And I'm even less of a fan of this movie. I was so disappointed by this movie. I didn't get the vulgarity. It was just to the point where they kept dropping it. I'm like, clearly they just want to maintain the R rating. But this movie would do so much better if it was just PG-13 because then you'd have people actually wanting to go see this movie. The the comedy is for a 13-year-old. Like this is like – I have cousins who who love this, who love the original film, and who probably love this movie. But guess what? They're thirteen years old, and that's no fault to them. That's just how, when they were born. <laughs> that's just time, baby. That's just time. Just time, time works. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> and you know what? They're gonna they're gonna find this movie hilarious. As an adult, I could not stand anybody in this film. There was no one likable, and I kind of have to agree with Anthony here. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's a Canadian hero and I absolutely still love him and I will keep loving him. But this Deadpool-esque shtick that he's kind of been doing now, you know, where it's his now personality, where it's on his Twitter, his Instagram, everywhere you go. It really was run to the ground with this movie because you knew what every scene was going to happen. There were so many weird mic drops of music. There were weird like record scratches to tell you that a joke just kind of happened. Literally record scratches. Literally like record scratches. You're like, and oh, then, okay. And you have a, we're stopping you have a, here. <laughs> yeah. And you have a movie here with Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek who in the 90s were at their peak this was the it couple you see them in a film you're like oh man this is going to be a good movie you know you had them in el mariachi desperado uh um from dust till dawn all these great phenomenal films but oh actually he wasn't in he wasn't in from dust till dawn no, he was that was uh no. george clooney yeah but still Selma Hayek was in that okay <laughs> uh and george clooney and Banderas are friends anyways the point is you had these two that were such a big power couple in the 90s and you kind of just wash them away here in this movie. This is a brilliant pairing. Finally getting them back on screen after years. And you waste it. You waste it with cheap laughs, stupid violence, one of the, some of the worst CGI. And I don't remember a single action sequence in this movie. I just remember saying to Daniel, please turn this movie off when the credits started to roll. Because I could not care if there was anything at the end of it. You know, I think I think the action in this film is just chaos you know if i was hoping going into this okay let's just at least have a fun dumb action film i love big dumb action movies this film isn't that this movie is it's just it's just nothing memorable about it there's nothing really enjoyable in it you're watching it and it's like it literally is the movie equivalent of just like white noise like it was just on and i'm like i'm not getting anything from this i had no idea what the plot was about you know, this is the definition of 
you know, when we look at certain months of releasing films, the first film came out the third week of August. This film feels like it would come out the last day of August, August 31st. Does August have a 31st, right? I think yes. so. Is August 31st, a, that's a date? I will let uh, you, you know. know. It sounds you know, like a this date. Feels like, like, it feels like, oh, shoot, we don't have any other date to drop this. We got to drop it on the very last day of August, so maybe we'll get some money and we could call it a summer movie. And it's just, it literally is like I'm watching it and I wasn't processing what was happening because it just felt like just things happening. Mm-hmm. Anthony. I think I, I think that what you just said, you know, the money part, it's this movie was just made to make money, which I don't think it will because it's, it, it, it lacks the, the, the character depth and even just the marketing behind it. You got all these great actors. Clearly they're there to make um, just money for themselves and a budget, but it's just such a awful movie that it's going to clearly, I don't think it's going to do well at the box office um, when it does come out. Has it come out? It June's, comes out this week. Yeah, so it comes out, it comes out June 16th. Um, yeah. It's, it's funny though, because yeah, like this, this film's coming out this week, and then it's going to get a PVOD release date soon. Uh, and it's not even like laughably bad. Like, it's not like how we watch Cats and we we're laughing at that. It's just, it's in a very, it's in a different section where it's just forgettably bad. And I think that's worse. Look, I'd rather be watching Cats than watching The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, mm-hmm. which is a dumb wow. name for a movie. And this is a movie with, written by a first time writer. And my God, does it show? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know who Sonny is, but you need to maybe not write any more movies, sir. <laughs> write some books. And write some books before you write some movies. Or read some books. <laughs> maybe read some books instead. Maybe just write uh, on a napkin for a bit. You know? <laughs> it, you know, it Listen, we like to it, we like to be positive here on the show, yes. but it's, oh, oh it's, yeah, I, I hate being laugh. mean. No, we don't like being mean, but sometimes a movie comes around where we're all just like, you no, know, we just have to, we just have to lean into it. hundred yeah. percent. Like you, if you expect me as an audience member to enjoy this film, you have to put your all into this because clearly this movie, like I said, this movie was just made to make money because of the, the actors that are starring in it. Those actors, from what I watched, don't, don't, I don't think they cared about this film at all because they just lacked caring for this movie because if it if they did care this movie would be a lot better Mm -hmm. it felt like a movie you know like this feels like a movie where that would be done in like on the off schedule of these characters uh, of these Mm -hmm. actors i would say Mm -hmm. right um all these all these actors in this film especially ryan reynolds they're usually like producers on what they work on right or they'll Mm -hmm. they'll they'll be involved a lot more this wasn't that this feels like they just kind of showed up they did their thing and then they just kind of dipped down. They said, okay, well, we'll see you whenever this movie releases, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. man, what a just, again, not that I was expecting a better film, but you know, I watched the first one. It wasn't the greatest, but at least there was some, there was a, a, a fun chemistry between Sam Jackson, and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And this movie didn't even continue their chemistry, which is like, how do you miss that? How do you lose out on the one thing that worked in the first movie? And mm-hmm. it just that just boggles my mind. Any other closing thoughts before we get to our final recommendations of the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard? Or we're ready to sentence this movie. We're ready to sentence this movie. I feel it. Uh, before we do, I just want to remind you, please 
Check out at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. We have great content going up there all the time. Great movies, great sorry, great uh, videos that we're editing. And it's the best way to figure out what we're doing throughout the week. So make sure you follow us there. All of our links are in our show notes below. And make sure you uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And join our Discord. So that would really mean a lot to us. Let's get into it. You know, I'm not even giving a – we're not even going to call this part recommendations. You know, this is our sentencing for this film. Shay, give, a, give out the first sentence for this movie. You know what? I, I use this sentencing not often, um, but I think it's necessary for this movie. I'm going to banish it to the ghost land. This movie, gone. Forget about it. Don't ever talk about this movie again. No one will talk about this movie again. So banish it to the ghost land. That's what I'm doing. Wow. What's, what's beyond the ghost land? right now we don't we don't want to know <laughs> there's nothing we the don't want to know what's beyond the ghost yeah land you can't go there it's the it's, it's the shadowy place okay we have an end for first time listeners to the show uh <laughs> the ghost land is where we is our rating for when we give a movie something more than it's not enough to skip this movie yeah we have to just banish it to the to don't the even look land. at this movie yeah yeah uh anthony give us your sentence my sentence is the ghost land the ghost land, like <laughs> not just the ghost land when it gets to the ghost land it dies even further because i wanted to wow. cease to exist like in like i want to wipe my memory as a ghost <laughs> no 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 i want to go back in time and remove this from my from my you know memory i do wow i do not i build a time machine to just that's, go back in time before watching. That's a this new. Movie. That's a new rating, man. We got to. We'll add that to our. We'll add that to our, our spectrum of different ratings we give our films. Um, I'm right there with you. you. Know this is. We don't do this often, where we we get three banishing of the ghost lands. So, it's gone. This movie has been banished. We will never speak of it again. And that is it. We do not speak of this film ever again. The only way you're going to talk about this movie again is if you do a seance. That's the only way. <laughs> And, I don't even think you'll be able to reach it. That's how I, far we've been. And I hope they it. never come out with another movie like Hitman's Bodyguards. The Hitman's Ghostland. They, they will you know? because th- this Definitely. film kind of teases like a sequel again. You know, like Hitman's Baby's Bodyguard. I don't know. The Hitman's yeah. Baby's Bodyguard. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be, and guess what? We'll have a review. We'll be there to review it. <laughs> we'll be here to review it on the movie podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Don't forget to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Check out our show notes for all those links and more. Morgan Freeman was in this movie we didn't even really talk about it that much but don't worry he plays ryan reynolds dad we'll leave you with that thought that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next